Elite Physique University, your source for all things physique enhancement. Welcome back to Elite Physique University. I'm John Gorman, your host. You got Jason Theobald, yeah. IFBB Pro, in the house about eight days out from his first pro show of the year. Jason, what's going on, man? How are you? Not much. I mean, I'm I'm good. Uh, pretty good spears, but I am feeling the diet. Uh, the training's getting harder, and um, you know, just low energy. But yeah, man, pretty good spirits. I know we're going to get into your prep. First, we're going to talk about a little bit of stuff, what's new with us. But I do want to ask you, is your caffeine up a little bit? Because if not, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of that on my end for you real quick. <laughs> what, you what's your what? caffeine intake like right my now? My caffeine stays the same. Two That's cups awesome. a day. Yeah, so you're probably, what, 100 megs a day then? Probably. If that, yeah. Well, Just two guess, cups. Guess what? I got you covered. So... I use those keto salts, man, for training, and I'm good to go. And it's kind of keep me going the rest of the day. Yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty disciplined with that, but I like to have a I like to have a monster midday, so I'm <laughs> I'm ready to roll. So um, before we get into everything with your prep, and I'm super excited to kind of peel the curtain back to show everybody what it's going to be like as you head into peak week, and then you know, obviously, not we're not going to do a show next week because you're going to be in peak week. You'll be yeah. traveling. We're I'll be traveling. Yeah, yeah, but the week after. We're going to talk about your weigh-ins. We're going to talk about the day of the show and how you place. Like it's going to, it's going to be a fun kind of two-parter nice. episode. Um, what's new with you, man? Anything new with you business-wise or anything um, like that? Yeah, so a couple things. I have reopened up. I'm taking a few hormonal uh, metabolic adaptation um, clients. So any women, uh, even men um, who have you know suspected hormonal issues, gut issues, all those things going on, I have opened that back up. Um, I'll probably take like two a week for a bit here. Um, and then on the new ethics side, we launched uh, jumpstart EC. Um, it's basically like an anti rebound product where, you know, if you're dieting hard, you can take it. It'll keep your hormones in, in, in spot where you want them. Um, so you'll, you'll, you'll basically recover faster. And even if you didn't use it for the diet, you can use it after the dieting phase to get hormones back um, into homeostasis. So we're really, we're really uh, pretty pumped about that product. And then we also brought out New Youth, which is a collagen product. Uh, I recommend you check it out at New Ethics on our Instagram. We posted a lot of the data and we chose four different trademarked um, types of collagen that all come with testing showing, you know, improved hair, improved nails, improved skin, improved ligaments. And um, so it all combines together for a really nice product. And that was at one scoop a day. So that lasts 30 days on that. So we're pumped about those products. Uh, there's other things coming down the pipeline. My joint formula is going to be fire. Um, it makes my joints feel 10 years younger. So it's going to be awesome. So anyways, we got some good stuff coming. Yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. I mean, you're, you guys are still cranking out, cranking away. I know on the new ethics side, I, I just placed an order about an hour ago. And I'm going to start carrying Gut Defender and the Chaseberry Liposomal on FatMuscleProject.com. And I'll be honest, man, I you know Gut Defender is one of the most impressive supplements I've ever seen and designed, you know, designed and used myself. Um, man, I'm excited to show people that because that fixed me when nothing else would fucking yep. fix me. And we'll talk about that once we get kind of the gut health episode part two with you and Vince on here. Yep. Um, but I'm excited to carry that in the Chaseberry. You know, on my end. I released my hormone optimizer product. Yes. And dude, in two hours, it shattered all my sales. And I'm, I'm still a new company, awesome. but it, it was just blew up and it's still going. And, and I actually had to reorder it today. Um, and it's oh, only yeah. like five days old. I'm like, holy shit. 
um, because, you know, sometimes that stuff takes about 10 to 12 weeks to get back in. Sure. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't realize it was going to sell that much. But it was kind of cool because then you guys uh, dropped your, your jump start the same week. And I started looking at it. I'm like, you know what? This would be interesting. If I had my clients take my, my test booster during prep, they could, they could add that post show. And there's, we were talking about this before the show, they could actually yeah. double up and throw jumpstart in there and it'd yeah. be no problem at all. So uh, I like yours. It's, it's kind of based around, um, um, Humanifort. Humanifort. Yep. Yeah. Super, super cool, man. Um, that's something I didn't even know about a couple of years ago until you kind of told me about it. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited about that product. 100%. It's going to be, I think a game changer. That's, that's what we anticipate. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I'll, I'll see, you know, once, once it gets older a little while and you guys are selling it and I'll see if it makes sense for us to carry it on our end, but I'm all, I'm all about carrying the best stuff out there. So I don't, I don't care if it's mine or yours. I just want to get the stuff in the hands of people. Oh yeah. And we're all we, for uh, that partnership. I just picked up the new hashtag hard to kill pre-workout on our end. I only added six ingredients to this thing. And it tastes like the green Jolly Ranchers. And I've, I've actually nice. got the first load in my car. The other load is being shipped, but I want to get some in, in my hands quick. And it was the first day I already had 30 people pick it up and I oh, just wow. had it in my car. So yeah, I had to, I'm getting ready to launch that next week. So just a bunch of new stuff coming out with, with us and some new fat muscle army ice shakers. Just if you guys just kind of stay tuned, all that, you'll see new stuff coming, but enough of that stuff. One important thing of housekeeping I do want to talk about is our elite physique university seminar, September 12th and 13th. I believe the super VIPs are completely sold out. Jason, those folks are going to train with us. They're going to come over and hang out at my house. Um, we're going to have some food and stuff over there, but we're going to train and, and just really treat them like yeah. VIPs. They'll get some of our products and it's going to be a fun time, but we still have regular tickets left and we don't have a ton. I don't know the exact number, but we're only allowed 50 total people there and they are going to hold us strict to that. And this is going to sell out. So if you guys want tickets, go to elitephysiqueuniversity.com. I'll link it here in the show notes but you guys need to get tickets to come to this because we, we speak on six different classes and I know Jason, I'm super, super excited to hear your gut health yeah. presentation. That's probably going to be the most popular one there. But if you're a coach and a trainer listening to this and you want to take your knowledge to the next level, guys, this is the kind of stuff that you can attend. The tickets Definitely. are only 249 bucks. I mean, this is really a steal to get six classes and two Q and A's and yeah. really train, you know, come train at the gym. People will be able to train at my, my anytime. It's a big 10,000 square foot bodybuilding gym. Like we're all going to yeah. hang out and have a That's good awesome. time. So go check that out. Uh, but without further ado, Jason, the Tampa pro is July 31st. We're eight weeks out. Um, Days. You know, we, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Eight days. My bad. Um, That's all right. Sounds like I'm prepping. So when we first started this show, we wanted to start covering your prep. And it's almost like a blessing in disguise that, you know, COVID, that you're able to still do this because COVID yeah. hit, dude, you were supposed to do a May show and COVID kind of wrecked everything, right? So, I mean, yeah. now, now you're able to kind of prep and get things in. How many weeks out were you from the Tampa Pro when you decided to go ahead and, and do this show? I was three and a half weeks, basically. Um, I know July 4th, we had a pool party and I had probably six or seven Tito's. I did eat all my food properly, but you know, and then that Wednesday night I had sloppy Joe's at the house and I took my boys to Cold Stone. And that Thursday I was like, eh, you know what? I think I can do this. And so that Thursday was when I cut out all the, you know, extra food junk and everything's been like, 100% on point. 
So you basically been dieting hard for about two and a half weeks, right? Yeah. So this is interesting. What, what was your weight? I mean, I know you keep pretty close track of that kind of stuff. Do you remember your, your morning weight? Yeah, I was 181 already when I started. So, and that's down from 190 when I was back in like, uh, my morning weight was 190 probably back in, uh, like December ish time. Okay. Um, I cut all cardio out and I, you know, just take a little more liberties. And then over the summer through COVID, I lost weight. I actually, we weren't going out to eat as much. And I always eat good if I'm not doing something with the fam. So I just kept eating right. I lost like six pounds through COVID. And then uh, I was 181 when I started the diet and I'm 176 right now. So what is that? Five pounds? Yeah. Yeah. So basically COVID, I mean, you just kind of watched what you ate and you didn't eat out as often. And you just kind of slowly kind of tightened up without even, without even really thinking about doing a show. Right. No no thought to it. And I mean, I was still eating ice cream during, you know, times I still took the boys to Dairy Queen. We just went to the drive through and stuff. We just weren't going out to dinner as much. So there, yeah, there was no real forethought in doing a show. I just like staying lean anymore. And I just like being fit year round. Yeah. So this is, this is interesting. Do you remember your stage weight last time you did a, a pro show? So when I did the hurricane, I weighed in at 183. Um, when I did the Kentucky muscle, and got second, I weighed in at 174. And my guess is I'll weigh in at about 180 because that's what I am when I'm at the gym. Um, and my weigh-in time is 5 p.m. for this show. Gotcha. So, the, you know, here's the thing a lot of people don't realize is, you know, when you're coming down like you are now, hard, fast, short prep, you're depleted as fuck. You're a lot lighter than what you would be if, if you had been dieting, you know, probably eight, 10 weeks, whatever the – whatever it had, you know, your, your food wouldn't be so low, but like you're making a hard push right now. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, here's what I did. So everyone understands when I made the decision, I went from eating like probably 400 carbohydrates a day, um, down to 120 and it was just pre intra post. I left my protein the same. And then the last four meals after that pre intra post were all protein and veggies. So I just eat a big bag of like whatever uh, mix I had and ate it all at the meals. I did that for eight days straight. And while I was doing that, some of the listeners know some don't, but you know, I'm separated now and we're going through a divorce. It's really amicable, but I was moving my house every night. So like I was dieting, I cut my carbs and calories drastically and I was no longer sitting still at night watching TV. I was moving clothes and boxes and stuff all back and forth through the evening so that I could get ready for my closing, which was July um, I moved in July 18th. So last week I was moving stuff all in the evening. So I was on low calorie and just constantly moving. And so I shredded up really fast and it got to the point where I was like, all right, it's time for a refeed. I, I no longer am getting a pump when I train. So I hit a refeed of like 350 carbs. Well, I got way tighter. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna run this back. I ran it back and I got tighter again. So I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna cut this down to like 250 and see how I do. And I've been cruising at 250 uh, roughly. And I just keep getting tighter. So I haven't like got, had to go back to that 120. So I don't know what my calories are at, to be honest with you. I only get five grams of fat before I work out. Everything else is like real low protein and carb meals, but I eat carbs even up to bed. I have carbs at every meal. Yeah. So, and let's, let's drill down on that real quick. A lot of people here, they might hear you say, I don't know what my calories are. And they'll be like, what the fuck? Well, 
no one knows your body better than you. And I'm, yeah. I'm the same way. I was just talking to someone earlier. I said, you know, there's a lot of times I can just program someone's macros and I don't have to sit there and figure their calories out. I'm nope. so used to seeing the macros and knowing the changes for most people. Yeah. And especially yourself, I, dude, I'm just like you. If I want to do a quick mini cut, I'll cut my carbs to pre and post and do, and do a little bit lower fat because I'm on HRT and get 250 grams of protein. Yeah. And I, I get lean in a month. Yep. So, you know, it, it kind of and see, I'm, like- I'm so consistent uh, throughout the year on what I eat. So I know that if I take, you know, the 100 grams of cream of rice that I weighed out for four months and cut it down to 60 grams, you know, I, I know it's about where I need to be at. I've done this so long. And so I have like, I, I eat nothing but cream of rice and jasmine. And my jasmine rice can go up to 165 and down to 140. And my cream of rice can go from 60 to 80. And I just take what I need based on, I know if my blood sugars are really tanked and I'm not responding. And so I just kind of pick those weights back and forth. So I'm carb cycling. I just never sat and like calculated the calories. Well, let's, let's kind of triple down on what you just talked about, because I think that's kind of a cool tidbit to let the listeners know. And you do this with your client, uh, your clients quite a bit. You got really depleted. You were low carb, pretty low fat still. And you, you had that refeed and you filled out and you look even better and you just kind of rode that horse, so to speak. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit more about that because you can tell people okay. what happens. It knocks cortisol down the whole nine yards with that. That's kind of a cool tool to use to switch people. And you do that with people quite a bit. Yeah. So, you know, basically I was just reading biofeedback and I know that, you know, obviously you're going to fill out, so you're going to look a little better, but I was, I could see my skin getting thinner and veins coming out more, you know, in areas. So I knew that it wasn't just a cortisol response. So what John was talking about was when you have a nice refeed, especially after you've been pushing hard, you know, serotonin levels drop, you calm down and that cortisol, a lot of times there's a whoosh and then, you know, you'll see a new low and people think it's because their metabolism sped up so much, but it's really because, um, you know, they were able to calm down and relax and, and the cortisol dropped out. So I knew that it was more than a cortisol response. I could see my skin thinning. So I was like, why sit there and go back to 120 when my body's, t- you know, getting good response with a higher carb intake now. So I just kind of rode it out and that's where I'm at now. And then I just kind of rotate in the carb amounts um, to kind of just get a little bit of a, um, of a carb rotation going. Yeah. So what, what are you doing right now? You said you were down to 250. Are you going to kind of ride that through the weekend headed into peak yep. week? Or yep. I'm not going to do much craziness for peak week. Um, I'm going to just probably up my carbs a little bit every day, maybe by 20 or 30 grams. Um, just kind of a linear progression. Read the biofeedback, see where I'm liking, how my body looks. Salt will stay the same. Uh, water. I'll increase it a bit, but I mean, shit, I'm flying on the day that I would be sitting in a hotel chilling. Uh, I fly on Thursday and I'm on stage at 9 a.m. Friday. So this really wasn't all super planned out, (laughs) but I get my boys on Wednesday, so I can't even change the flight because then I'd have to cancel that. So it just is what it is. You make best with what you got. Um, So I might raise water a little bit, but I'm probably just going to keep water steady. I'm going to keep salt steady. I'm going to run a little expel and I'm going to add some extra fats probably starting Thursday and Friday so that I don't keep burning through the carbs and um, get on stage, man. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, doing things the way we all used to do it 10 years ago, it would make that Thursday fly in, make weight, get on stage on Friday. It would make it a bitch because – 
Literally. Everyone's trying to manipulate everything. And, yep. you know, you and I were kind of texting back and forth and I saw your pictures. I was like, man, I, I like seeing this because it's not, it's not like you have to do a bunch of crazy shit for peak no. when you're ready and you're this fucking you're lean, yep. you actually look better with water in you for the most Correct. part. So, and salt. So then it's right. just a really a matter of, you know, finding the amount of carbs and, um, you know, by noon to one o'clock, I, I look pretty good. So the problem is I've competed at 9am. So I, I've been debating if I just wake myself up every two to three hours um, and get a carb meal in through the night so that I don't flatten. Cause I don't think if I get up at 6am, I can have myself as full as I want to be by 9am. So those are things yeah. I've been kind of debating, but yeah, it's just going to be steady meals, put a little extra fat in and, and ride it on in. Yeah, I normally, for my folks that have to get up for those early, early classes, you know, I've got them waking up six hours prior, eating their first meal, getting in, you know, whatever, 16 ounces of water, whatever it is. And I'm like, you can try and go back to sleep, but it just takes time to fucking fill out. Like it just, you can't get it done in three hours. So No, it's tough. You know, sleep gets sacrificed a little bit, but at that point you're there. So it's, it's all good. I, I do want to ask you about stress. Um, yeah. That's something that I, I'm not going to lie. If a client came to me in your situation, um, I would probably be like, listen, there's another fucking showdown. But <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, different. you're a different animal. You know your body. You know what you're capable of. And obviously, you're, you're now you're stage ready as you're coming into peak week. Yeah. Um, how, how did you handle the stress? I mean, we know about cordies and stuff like that, but stress was high. How much did that <laughs> impact your training and stuff the last couple of weeks? I mean you know, stress was high. Um, but, um, I was just so kind of happy to be back doing what I love that I really didn't focus on the negative. I just focused on the positive and just kind of took things as it came. Like, I mean, listen, my Porsche suspension went out and that's a seven grand bill. Like, you know, I got, I had all these things hitting like literally the week I was trying to move um after just dropping tons of money on furniture and stuff but i just kind of rolled with it man like i don't know i was actually kind of zen and calm um i think just because i was so excited to just be able to even diet for three and a half weeks to the chance to have to do this show it's the only thing i can think of now of course um i always take my ashwagandha i always take my cordies um and I, I rock them throughout the day and so i was using it more i think i was hitting cordies two tabs three times a day uh, last week. And I've kind of been able to back off it this week now that I'm settled in my new place. Um, but you know what, as far as affecting my training, God, it didn't really seem to make a difference. I, my training's been awesome and, you know, just kind of renewed. Um, so it's been really, I'm getting stronger going into the show. So on that front, I'm in, I'm hitting on all cylinders. So I, it was just kind of a mixed bag. The stress was there, but I dealt with it. I kept a positive attitude and, you know, I chose to do this. Right. So I wanted to see if I could do it. Like I wanted the challenge of it. That's why I did it. And I also want to show my clients like, look, bad shit happens, man. You, you know, it, it, there's, it makes no point to go off the rails and, and drown your sorrows in food. Now you're just going to be unhappy and fat. Like that's not a good combo. So, <laughs> you know, like dude, stuck it up. So, you know, I doubled down on things I could control. So, yeah, and and I'm glad I kind of interjected that question there because if you're a new if you're someone listening and you've never been on stage or you've only done it a time or two, um, 
stress and mentally how you handle stress during a prep is fucking everything. Because I mean, Jason, we both have clients that one thing goes bad and it just fucks them up and they lose sleep and they're doing all this shit and it makes their prep so fucking hard. And, you know, Cliff Wilson, one of, one of our good friends, like he gives presentations on all this, how you mentally a- approach your stress is yeah. the huge difference maker. Like Cordy's is great and sleep and all that, like all that shit's important. Um, but man, sometimes just the mental switch the mental, yes. is just so important. And, and I don't know how to help people with that. Like, I wish they just legalized marijuana so everybody could just go get fucking high and chill <laughs> the fuck out. But, but um, I do, I do employ that, you know, it does right. help. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you're able to do that. Um, but no, I just, I think stress was important to kind of touch on there. Let's, oh, let's kind of skip ahead here to, uh, making weight. So you're flying in on Thursday. Yep. What time do you have to weigh in and what's the cutoff? <laughs> Even that's like too much of a rush. So like I get in at like three thirty, and I and the weigh-ins start at four to five. So I'm hoping that there's not like a bad lot of bad traffic. Right. So that I didn't plan out too well either. Um, but um, weight making weight won't be a problem because, like I said, normally by midday I'm around one eighty, and I can even in in like in the pros, unless you're close, you don't even have to get into your trunks. Like I bet I could walk on my street clothes and just get on there, and I'll be like one eighty two. You know what I mean? Yeah. It won't be a problem. So making weight won't be a problem. It would be, you know, obviously my goal was to come back when I was, you know, after two thousand eighteen, I wanted to come back and 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 maximize my size within the. Um, class but i'm not there right now um but i really wasn't planning on doing this so i'm just going to plan to be as dry as i can be and uh present that way yeah and you know your your biggest stress is making sure you get there on time and yep. w- what people don't know is behind the scenes about a week ago you and i are trying to plan it out and i thought man hey i think i can fucking get down there right i want to come watch you i'll just pick you up i'll drive you around so you don't have to stress and I've got two two natty pros doing a show in St. Louis the day right. after, and nothing I could do would get me back there in time. No, no. And I thought, fuck, man, it would be so much fun to see you hit the stage, but then for you not to have to stress, like I'll just pick right. you up and take you where you got to go. But just didn't work out. So we'll we'll kind of get to if there's another show, we'll save that towards the end. Um, your macros right now, we kind of already covered that. Let's talk about the key supplements. Um, yeah and how you feel this lean let's let's talk about you know what are your key supplements obviously cordies and stuff like that what else are we missing here uh you know i've got all my hrt in um you know and they do anavar i've got that um then you know we've got um cordies for sure like i'm doing two post-workout i do two pre-bed i'm relying heavily on our relax product um you know, when you diet and you're depleted, um, even though my carbs are 250, that's still depleted for me right now. Cause I'm not, I'm not having any free meals. I'm not having anything to fill me out. My fats are low. Um, serotonin starts to dip and so you don't sleep as well. So relax has been helping me a lot. I'm still, uh, relying on ashwagandha. I add more, um, to my day. Um, L-carnitine is a big one. Um, you know, I've got that up to 1200 migs, um, and I'm a big believer in number one, it gives you constant energy from fat as a fuel source. So you feel a little better, even though you're shredded. Um, and it just burns fat better, keeps you more insulin sensitive. So that's a big one for me. Um, I still take abolic by the lab supplements. I really like that one. Um, 
what else? I've got our protein in, which is isoperfect. I've just added our new youth for, for joints and things. Um, I take our estracort because I've only, I only take like ADEX three times a week. So I take estracort daily to control estrogen. Um, and then I am using clenbuterol. Um, that does help burn fat, obviously. Um, anything else that's major? Um, I know one minor one that a lot of people overlook, but I'm telling you, I had so many, it was a lot of females this week. I'd send them their peak week and on their peak week, I tell them, keep your creatine in. And they would email me back and they're like, I haven't been using creatine the whole prep. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you yeah. haven't been, like, it's the cheapest, most popular, yeah. best. Yeah. Money I stuff. take, um, I take the creacolin. I like that. I feel like yeah. I can feel it better. Um, so I do use that. Um, I use our essential energy. Um, those keto salts are big right now. They really are. Um, so I'll do that. My second cup of coffee will be sipped while I train with the keto salts and then a Gatorade. Right now, I'm running so hard on training. I've actually had to increase my Gatorade back up to two of them. So I'm getting 70 grams of carbs intra now. Oh, nice. And that was just a judgment I made because my blood sugars kept dipping out on me. Right. Um, I knew I needed it. And um, I just seemed to keep getting leaner so I can train harder. Um, well, let me, let me ask you a question here because – um, I've always been real big on watching my clients as they drink their intra-workout drink because we're both real big on intra-workout carbs and, and, you know, aminos, and you like to have your, your keto salts in there as well. We're both big on that. I like to look at pictures of people post, um, post-training when they've had all that. And I use a lot of their intra-workout stuff for when they pump up. Are you keeping a close yes. eye on how you look in the gym oh, yeah. after having Oh yeah. Carbs? Yeah. My, my, uh, pump up will be, um, a replica basically pretty much my pre-workout meal, you know, I'll hit an hour out. Um, I'm going to do beef like a 90% type beef, um, with Jasmine rice that works amazing for me. And then, um, I'll do probably with my Gatorade. So it'll be about, I'll start sipping that probably 30 minutes out. I'm pumping up. Um, and I'll hit like probably three, one half teaspoons of, um, sea salt. That's what I do pre-workout now. Um, and I'll hit some more L-carn. Um, and then I'll probably hit some, uh, THC. It gives you a really good pump. It makes you veiny as fuck. And that's pretty much what I do pre-workout. And, um, I get real vascular and just real full. And so that's probably going to be my pre and I might throw a little fats in there. I don't do that right now, but I might throw a little fats in there with it too. Pre, uh, pre-stage. Yeah. So I, I love that setup. It's something I've been doing with clients too for a long time. And what a lot of people don't realize, I, I used to get a lot of weird looks backstage, you know, more like probably seven, eight years ago, I'd have people drinking Gatorade and I'd have yeah. a salt to it, throw their creatine in and they'd be drinking yeah. it. And, you know, back in the day, we were pumping up without shit. You know, yeah. we were like drinking syrup and all this crazy ass shit. Yeah. We were getting these weird looks. But what I tried to explain to my clients or anybody else when they would get worried when I had them drinking this stuff, I'm like, think about this. You're drinking Gatorade, which is a pretty much half dextrose. It, it, you're pumping it immediately into the muscles. The same with the salt, the same with all that stuff. Creatine's a cell volumizer. You're probably going to throw citrulline in yours as well, if I know you right. Yes. Um, yeah. So all these things you're literally pumping into the cell, which is where you want everything. So you're, it's not like you're going to hold water from drinking a Gatorade. And a lot of people, they're scared of that, man. Like they're really scared. But if you use all of this leading up to, like you've been doing this, you've been looking at yourself in the mirror, it's kind of like a mini test run. 
yeah. people don't have to be scared. Are there times where you had to, you know, years ago having people doing their pump up the day of, like explain to them that this isn't going to hurt them? Did you have to go through a period of time explaining that? Yeah, there was a few people, obviously, for sure. Whenever I used uh, be prior, I also in some people, people I still do. I use coconut water as well. Yeah, that's uh, got good. A, has a lot of electrolytes. So yeah, you know, there was definitely like some pushback, like, well, you know, what's the science behind it and why? You know, and I'm like, well, it's quick acting carbs and it's got tons of electrolytes. So you know, it's a great choice. But Gatorade's the same way. It's got plenty of electrolytes and tons of carbs. So. I, I use either. And yeah, I've had some times where I've had to explain uh, the science and what I was doing and then everyone's cool with it, you know? Yeah. Um, let, here, here's a fun question. You've prepped, I mean, a gazillion times. I don't know how many shows you've done, but it's a lot. Do you prefer the short, hard, rapid cut that you're going through right now compared to a little bit longer cut? I mean, you don't do long, long preps, you know, maybe a, you know, whatever, eight, 10 weeks, whatever it is. But do you prefer the, prefer the short, hard cut like this? Or would you rather, if you could have started earlier and then, you know, eating your way into the show, which one have you kind of preferred better? Uh, the short one. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I would rather just be four weeks out year round and then do four weeks rather than, you know, have to be super anal for eight to 12 weeks to get ready. Yeah. That, and that, that, that part of my life has kind of passed. I don't think I'll ever sit and diet 10 weeks. Like I'm just always kind of ready because I eat good and I like to eat good and I don't eat shit. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, going back to like dieting 16 to 10 weeks, probably not ever going to happen. We, you oh, know, I, I wonder maybe. if, that, yeah, go ahead. I, I'm just gonna say maybe, but you know, I just, uh, you know, um, starting another chapter in my life here too. And, um, you know, I would rather, you know, even if I sacrifice the fact that I could get bigger quicker, if I fluffed up a little bit, I just don't want to be that way. Um, I, I can stay lean pretty easy. And even if I grow a little slower, so be it. Yeah, no, I get it, man. I, I just wonder if there's a kind of an interesting correlation, if you're going to be able to get out of all this, you know, you know how you feel at the end of a longer prep, a 10 week prep, and you start to really feel like shit for a few weeks. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you almost dodge that a little bit with a shorter prep? I'm kind of, yeah, I mean, it, it didn't kick in till this till like yesterday. Mm. So I'm only going to get a week of it. Um, but I just know that a lot of the fats off the body because yesterday I just kind of hit a brick wall and just wanted to lay around all day. Um, but yeah, I would rather only have that for a week, um, than four, but you know, we'll see how the stage picks look, you know, I might look at them and be like, man, that's terrible. I might be like, hell yeah, dude, I nailed it. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty fucking lean, but you know, your, your brain starts playing tricks on you, but you know, it's going to be a stacked lineup too. like, uh, Chris Hunt, uh, he won in Omaha and he's coming to do Tampa too. So he's already qualified, but he's doing Tampa as well. So I like, and then a couple of the top guys that were in the top call in Omaha are doing Tampa. So it's going to be a tough line out. If I crack top five dieting three and a half weeks, I'll be happy. Yeah. Well, I know we're all super excited. Um, let's, let's talk about a few more things and we'll talk about, I know you've got some clients doing the show with you and we'll talk about some more shows if you yep. have a plan, but first cardio. So what, what, what were you doing before you decided to start prep? And then what did, what switch did yep. you make? How did okay. You so I always do five intervals pretty much every time I'm in the gym just to stay lean year round of hit cardio. So that's like four to five times a week. So I was doing that. And then what I added was, is a 30 minute walk in the morning. Um, take my Elkhorn, um, and hit some clean and do that. Um, then 
let me think. I do another. Th- so then I do my hit session, like we talked about post-workout. And then I walk another 30 minutes of this. And then, like I said, I was moving my house pretty much every night. Like, so I was walking back and forth, back and forth. And then it's a funny story. Um, so I bought a, I bought a new house, so no one's ever lived in it. And I, I knew the garage code and we were going to close on Wednesday. So I thought, ah, I know the garage code. I'm just going to start moving stuff over. So I started Monday night moving a lot of stuff over and I had all my clothes on the racks. I had all my jackets in, you know, uh, tons of boxes, paintings, just, every, just most of the stuff was in. Well, I get a call from the realtor and she goes, yeah, the building inspector hadn't approved your house yet and i'm like oh are you kidding me i was like they wait to the last day she's like yeah they wait to the last minute on everything she's like you're gonna have to get every single thing out so i had to go back over on tuesday night the night before my closing and move every single thing into my car and make it fit uh and then drove around that way for like 12 hours and then put it all back the next night Fuck. so dude like i was burning a shit ton of calories like if you want to get lean fast like (laughs) diet and like move a house like oh that's crazy well you know what you brought something up and you know we're gonna get a little bro here but i don't give a shit you know you're talking about injectable l-carnitine hitting that doing fasted cardio i've got this I don't really think it's a theory. This is just how I think the body works. So a lot of people talk about, well, it's calories in, calories out when you do cardio. But think about this, folks. If you take injectable L-carnitine, it literally shoves fat into the mitochondria to be used as fuel. If you're fasted and you're doing and you're doing fasted cardio, or if you're just sitting around fasting for five or six hours, I've thought about this. I thought, why wouldn't I just wake up in the morning? I don't eat till one o'clock anyway. Why would I not hit injectable L-carn? sit there and just shove fat into the cell to be burned. It's like nutrient timing. It's not always a, a you know, calorie in calorie out type thing. How important do you think that L-carnitine is whenever you're doing stuff fasted? Oh, it's major. I mean, I, I like I said, I, the L-carnitine is a game changer year round. I mean, I credit it to, you know, being one of the big reasons I can stay so lean year round. Um, maybe I'm just a responder. I don't know, but I feel like my other clients who use it get the same type of result. Um, so, you know, when you're doing something fasted like that and you have, you know, a fat transport system that you can get in and get, you know, like you said, into the mitochondria to help, you know, burn those fatty acids as fuel. Uh, it's a big game changer in my opinion. And from what I've seen, I agree a hundred percent. Go ahead, go ahead and plug the company you guys have been using. I know you guys promote them over on the excellence cartel. Let our people know here. Yeah, once Racehorse Meds went down, we needed to find a source. Um, and Amino Asylum has, uh, and it's called Carnish Shred. It's just L-carnitine. Um, but uh, the discount code is TEC15. Uh, and that's for the, the Excellence Cartel. So it's TEC15. Um, but yeah, he's you know, been nice to work with. And um, they have a good product. They have a lot of other good stuff too. So check them out. Yeah, and it, listen, guys, if you're natty and doing a show, injectable carnitine is not something on the ban list. It's just nope. just because it's injectable does not mean there's, there's anything wrong with it. And I, I get a lot of people that worry about that or they send me questions when they listen to the show. I mean, listen, people take B12 shots, for example. They, there's all kinds of different stuff they have to take 
as an injectable, you just use it a hell of a lot better. So it's one of those things I think, I think it's early, you know, I think in another 10 years, this will probably be a normal thing for people that are into longevity and physique enhancement and stuff like that. I mean, it's, you see all these different ways to kind of maximize the systems of the body. I think this will kind of become something normal. Yes. So don't just because you're natty and you hear the word injection does not mean that you're out there cheating at all. Guys. No. It's just a different no. way to take it. Um, and you still but, get amazing results. I've had bikini athletes using it who are not on Anavar or anything like that. And um, their diets were just, just plain easier. Let's uh, b- before we talk about the clients doing the show with you and if you're going to do more shows and your plans after, so right now we're recording this on a Thursday. Um, I'm releasing it on a Sunday. So everyone here is listening on a Sunday. What's your plans kind of like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? And I know you're going to go day by day, but are you just going to hit 250 carbs? Or are you going to start ramping that up on Monday? What's that kind of look like? I'm still debating, but yeah, my thought was to, you know, add like 25 on Monday. Um, so I'd be at 275. The next day add another 25. If I do things going well, I'd be at 300 and just kind of, as I'm pulling cardio and I'm eating a little bit more day by day and it starts to stack on each other, um, I just start to fill out. And, you know, if I get to the point where I like it, I can just ride that amount straight into the show. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty, pretty simple plan. I was going to ask you when you're dropping the cardio, you just going to go and drop that cold Turkey Monday or what's the plans for that? Mm, the walking is easy on my legs really. And so I might let that run in for a minute, just depending on how I'm looking, um, call it, you know, by a day as far as the hits on my legs i will drop that monday and switch to um battle ropes probably till wednesday yeah that's what i figured kind of give your legs a break yeah. let, them, yeah. let them fill out give them a break from the uh from the hit for sure yeah uh, is there a, a last day you're gonna train legs you're gonna train those on a yeah monday? that's tomorrow one okay. week out yeah and you know then i pose a lot so i mean it, it, they'll still be getting stimulus and then i'll have hit until monday and, you know, they get stimulated from that. So it'll be all right. I, I have a lot of people that ask me that, hey, listen, I, I'm training legs a week out. Is that a problem? I'm like, no, like, you're, you're okay. You've been training them. You look shredded. You're stage ready right. in them. They're just going to look better, you know, when you give them time to actually recover a little bit yeah. more. Because a lot of people don't realize legs get so overreached during a prep when you're doing oh, hit, you're doing sprints, you're training your legs. Like, they're, you're walking on them all fucking day. Yeah. Yep. Um, and if you're so, doing any list cardio or miss, you know, you're walking. Yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah. Those might feel, feel pretty good. Might feel pretty good. I think tomorrow I'm just going to ease up on uh, the drop sets for them and stuff. You know, I'll take things to failure, but not probably do any uh, drop sets and different things that we've been doing um, just to prevent any deep um, soreness. But I'm still going to take it to failure one last time. Are there any certain rep ranges you're going to hit next week by chance? No, I don't get too fancy on it, man. I'm going to, I'm just going to, you know, train like train, like I want the muscle to be stimulated and, um, but I won't do drop sets and I won't do rest pauses all next week. Right. And I do that right now. So that alone will stop extra, um, stress on the central nervous system. And it'll allow me as I'm adding a few carbs to fill out, all those things will add up. Yeah. That that's kind of more of what I was getting to. I know we're going to do some peak week episodes and stuff like that. So I know there I've I've had a lot of people that are trying to hit fucking PRs and shit two day two days out from their show. I'm like, guys, like yeah. not only not only you're risking getting injured training yeah. fucking that hard and when you're that lean, yeah. like let your CNS get a break and drop some cortisol. So correct. Um, 
So the interesting thing about you doing the show is it isn't just that you're getting ready to go in at three weeks out. You decide to do this, but dude, you've got some badass clients doing the show. Talk yeah. talk about them, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about how you're gonna handle being there with clients because mm-hmm. in 2014, man, I was only like seven pounds away, and the show I was gonna do, I had 16 fucking clients <laughs> in that show, yeah. and it literally stressed me out to the point where I I didn't want to do the show. Right. Um, You've only got a handful. Two, yeah. Cool. I just have two, but they're they're both awesome. So I've got Trish Wood, who's a women's physique division. And since we linked up, I think she's done four shows and she's only been out of the top five once. And so, you know, she's kind of had a revamping of her career and kicking ass. She just got third at Omaha. Um, definitely the hardest on stage. She's just tiny. Right. Um, she looks great. She's short, just you know, short blonde hair, right? Yes. And so yeah. some of these girls are six feet tall, you know, and it's, it's hard. Um, but she looks amazing and she's coming in harder, um, this time. And then I've got Megan Santa Barbara making her pro debut. Um, she's a new ethics sponsored athlete. She's also one of my coaches. It's uh, a very good coach. Um, she's in chiropractic school. So she's another one of those hard workers, takes on a lot, um, demands a lot of herself. Um, it's not been a, the easiest prep for her, just trying to juggle everything. But, man, she looks amazing. And so we'll just see how uh, everything plays out here. But, uh, you know, how am I going to juggle it? Um, you know, it's only two people. And, you know, I, I've done peaking so many times. I've done so many shows. I know now that – you don't have to be quite as anal as we kind of think you do. Right. Um, and so, you know, if I miss, you know, a meal by an hour or something, it's not the end of the world. If I have to take tuna instead of beef, it's probably not going to be a big deal. So right. I'm just going to roll with the punches, make sure I see them. And, um, you know, just kind of, again, you know, there's, I have nothing to really lose here. I died at three and a half weeks, you know, it's the only things to gain. So try to keep it low stress as I can, you know, crush cortisol day, ashwagandha, keep, keep the cortisol response down and uh, make sure that they're taken care of. Yeah. And the nice thing too, with clients like that, they're both pros. Um, they know their way around getting on stage, when to pump up, like how to get their sheen and everything looking right. Like that's, that's a little different clientele than if you had four or five people that it's their first or second show and you've really got to kind of hold their hands. Like that's stressful as a coach if you're yes. trying to compete at the same time. Yes. Um, so yeah, but yeah. these are, these are, you know, seasoned pros too. So even though Megan's probably only on their third, third season here, like, you know, she, she still knows. And then Trish has been at it for a minute. So, um, right. you know, I'll definitely make myself, uh, you know, a, as available as I can, but I don't think that they're going to be too needy. No, I, I can't see that. But by the way, what's Megan? Do you happen to know Megan's weight off the top of your head? She's uh like one seventy, maybe something like that. She's yeah. taller. She's five nine. Yeah, dude, I I'm super excited to see how she places. Like her her symmetry and her she just appears so fucking big. I'm super excited. But she flows right for figures. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's one of those things where like, and she loves to train heavy. It's like, you know, she's only twenty two. It's like, is her body gonna, you know, just because of her sheer uh, desire to train heavy, going to push her out of figure. You know, I guess time will tell. Yeah, that's what I wondered. But man, she's definitely put muscle on (laughs) very easily. Awesome, man. Um, Last couple questions here. Do you, do you have any possible show? What What are your plans after this show? Are you kind of eyeballing any other things or do you want to, I don't, I haven't even looked ahead because I feel like with COVID, I don't even know if there's a ton of other shows. Like, 
I haven't even looked ahead, man. I guess I should get on the website and look like, you know, cause I'll be in shape, but at the same time, you know, um, I've got a lot of things coming up. Uh, we've got our seminar. I've got the PEC. I've got a lot of things to get ready for. Um, I'm teaching, you know, these courses online. Um, just, I just have a lot. So I don't know, man, I haven't looked ahead. I'm just going to, I'm just going to see how this plays out and um, then go from there. I think. So all of these qualifications and you'll have to excuse me because COVID's fucked everything this year. And I don't have a lot of people that compete in the IFBB, just a couple this year. So right. if you, these shows that you're doing now qualifies you for next year. Is that right? Uh, so they would qualify me for, if I won, they would qual it would qualify me for the Olympia if it happens this year. That's okay. So that's what I was trying to get at because it's just different, man. I think without, without COVID everything starting with the Tampa pro would have been a qualifier for next year because I remember looking back at Leslie's stuff. Um, well, it's basically, it's just like, so the year I got second at the Kentucky muscle, um, had I won that, it would have been for uh, 2019, so the next year. So if, if the show happens after the Olympia, then it's for the next year. If the show happens before the Olympia that year, it's for the Olympia that year. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And so, so yeah. you know, I don't know when they held the Tampa last year, but like, you know. Like August 4th. Okay, so then that still would have qualified you if you won for the, uh, for the September, October Olympia. Yeah, but anything outside of winning – anything outside of winning is just points and those can carry over like if they're behind the olympia so right. like you know the olympia is not gonna be till december this year they're saying so there's not gonna be any shows behind it but if you got points behind it they carry over to the next year but like points are tough now man like it used to be um god there was like a ton of point getters like there was 10 that got in on points now it's like the top five get in on points so it's um it's tougher. You, you know, you basically just got to win a show. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And, I, and I'm sure you'll have more to add on that after. So part, part two, once you get back, you know, we'll talk about you flying in, making weight. We'll talk about the day of the show. We'll talk about how your folks did there at the show, Megan and, and your yeah. women's physique. Trish. Yep, yep. Megan and Trish. And we'll talk about everything, you know, all the way back to your house and kind of your reflections on how you place. So I know we're all rooting for you, man. Um, awesome. Is there any way that we can, do you know if there's going to be any, anyone there that's going to be, you know, Facebook live or anything like I that? I have no idea. I know like Billy will be there for me and he'll get pictures and different things like that. But I have no idea if there's going to be any Facebook lives. No one said anything. A lot of times those kind of just occur randomly, you know, people just start doing it. So I hopefully think, someone will. I think I'll holler at Lauren Comlin and see, cause she lives there in Tampa. If she's going to be there and if she's not overloaded with clients doing the show, It'd be a badass if she could go um, go yeah. Instagram live. Hell and yeah. that way, after prejudging, you'd be able to jump on there and take a look. I'll, I'll shoot her a text after this and see if she possibly can. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it um, would. I agree. All right, man. Uh, well, good luck to you. We will uh, we'll wrap this up, and we'll get ready for part two. So good luck next week for myself and Jason. Thanks. We're out of here. See ya.